0: Hey there, it's Alex. Just a really quick announcement before we get started here. We were totally booked out for our Cost of Glory Rome retreat this summer, 2024, June 30th through July 7th. But we've managed to make some adjustments and we've found room for another one or two slots. So if you're interested in visiting the great sites of Rome, discussing the merits of Rome's greatest men with me, and also improving as a speaker with the insights of ancient rhetoric and a whole lot of live practice and discussion, check out the retreat website at costofglory.com retreat. Hope to see you in Rome. Okay, now for the episode. Just because you have freedom of speech doesn't mean that you should use it. There's a story about Pericles, the great Athenian politician. The Athens of his day was, well, the most famous and successful and legendary democracy in the ancient world. It was the birthplace of the concept of free speech, you might say, and Pericles was its leading politician. But there were occasions when, well, there were matters, for example, being discussed that seemed at the moment to be of the highest importance, and people would think, surely Pericles should have some wisdom to share with us or some take that he could weigh in with, say in the Democratic Assembly, and people would look to him, Pericles, what do you say? But he would wave them off, he'd say, ah, I haven't put anything together on this, as Amy. You could translate that phrase of his, I don't have my thoughts in order. What's this? The greatest politician, the greatest speaker of the day, doesn't have a few sound bites he can rattle off? But no, he didn't, and he meant it. So when should you speak, and when not? Welcome to the Cost of Glory, where we survey the lives of the great Greek and Roman leaders in order to sharpen ourselves for the present, we use Plutarch as our guide. Now, we'll get back to Pericles in a moment, but this question about when to speak and when not to um, comes up in a treatise that we talked about last time called On the Education of Children, or On How to Raise Children, but this is training for all ages too, it's not just about children. Because we think about our values when we think about raising children, what values we want to pass down, and therefore the principles that we think are the most important in our lives. Now this text on the education of children was passed down through the ages, as I discussed last time, under the name of Plutarch, but scholars now have reason to believe maybe this guy wasn't actually Plutarch, but he seems to have been a Plutarch fan, a like-minded philosopher, probably to have read some of Plutarch, so I'll just call him Plutarch. And our friend, the philosopher, hits this question of uh, whether you should speak um, prepared or not uh, in the context of discussing how we should supervise our children's education in public speaking, that is, their rhetorical education. And this was the main standard education of the day in the Greek-speaking parts of the Roman Empire, 2nd century A.D., Speaking in public was the main thing that young men who were going to be leaders of society were trained to do. Speak in the public forums, debate policies in their city, plead in the courtrooms for various cases, speak in honor of the gods on religious occasions, in honor, honor of the dead at funerals. And in our day, it's not just speaking to crowds, right, in a political assembly or in a business meeting but uh, sending messages over various media, text messages, audio messages, video messages, combinations of all the above on multiple channels, privately or on platforms or a combination thereof. And then, as now, if you want to lead in society, you're expected to be a good communicator and probably master at least a few of these channels. Some people seem naturally good at it. Some people aren't, but they can get better with the right kind of training. And even people who are naturally good usually benefit from some deliberate effort to improve. And as Plutarch says, and I paraphrase here, the purpose of education is to supplement the defaults of nature and pare away the excesses. And isn't it still true that whereas some people need to learn to speak or message, not just better, but more. They need to learn to speak up. But some people, on the other hand, need to practice speaking less, messaging less, being more careful with their words or their messages. And so it was debated in education back then whether you should have young men practice speaking off the cuff extemporaneously in their school exercises or have them write out and practice everything ahead of time. And Plutarch's basic advice is, the younger you are, the less you should speak extemporaneously, the more careful you should be with your messages. And here's what he says, Quote, I, for my part, would not assert that readiness of speech is to be utterly rejected, or again, that it should not be used in its proper place, but that it is to be used like a drug. With caution. Indeed, until one arrives at the estate of manhood, I do not think it right that he should speak at all offhand. But when he shall have firmly established his powers, then, if the occasion invite, it is fitting for him to exercise some freedom in his speech. In other words, free speech, extemporaneous speech, expressing our opinion in society, is done best after we've learned to restrain ourselves, to discipline our thoughts and our tongues and our fingers, maybe, through training. So, does this principle translate well to our world of soundbites and social media, podcasts and YouTube interviews, tweets and TikTok videos? Well, is the internet not our public square, Are we not reminded every day that it is harder than ever to take back something that you say in that public square? Well, Pericles refrained from speaking unprepared in public, and in fact, he preferred to make his appearances on the public stage as infrequent as possible, and partly he didn't want people to get sick of him or get too familiar with him. But it's not that he shunned the public eye, it was that he was just obsessed with getting his public image exactly right. Even if we're not so concerned with speaking in public or posting on social media, our language is always a mirror of our character, an image of our soul in the common ancient metaphor. So, what's an important or difficult conversation you have coming up? Are you mentally prepared to approach it with calm and resolution to be the person that you want to be in that conversation? Thanks for listening. Stay strong. Stay ancient. Until next time, this is Alex Petkus.